is poppin'. It's your girl Savage Life TV and you're listening to UFC, aka your fave creative. Whether I'm your fave or not, I am just here to share my creative journey with y'all in hopes to relate or inspire whichever you desire, you know? So uh, what's on the docket today? Now, this episode right here, whoo, this episode right the f- here, y'all, is all about the infamous imposter syndrome oh my god i had to bump this topic up on my list because boy we got to talk about it but first let's hear it for vocab with sav Sav. i think i should low-key high-key high-key low-key sing it every time like it's a little jingle everybody come on one two Three. Vocab with sound. Oh, you see, we, we sound we sound pretty good. We gotta practice a little bit, but we sound pretty good so far. So anyway, anyway, anyway. First off, this week's battle of the vocab was a landslide, and I just I just knew it would be. I just knew it. Okay. Finding another word to go against this one was so hard because this word itself already stood out. It's just so out of this world, right? So, battle of the vocab this week, it was between Sinecure and the one and only Pusillanimous. And cue the jump roll, even though we know the winner was Pusillanimous. Pusillanimous. Do you know how many times I had to listen to that pronunciation of that word? Like, just, just too many times. I kept wanting to say, it's Pussalaya, right? And I kept pronouncing it like Pussilanimous. Like, no, no, no. So y'all, the first syllable is pronounced pew, like pew pew, like pew, okay? Don't be that one OP person in public talking about, wow, what a Pussilanimous. Cause no, no, don't, don't do it, all right? All right, back to it. Pusillanimous. That is spelled P-U-S-I-L-L-A-N-I-M-O-U-S. It's another adjective. It means lacking courage and resolution. Look, I'm going to just say it. I'm, I'm just going to get a little serious real quick, y'all. We got a lot of pusillanimous politicians right now. With all that's going on in the world, I hope you're healing. I hope you're getting the access to any help you need. Please keep sharing resources. You never know who you may help. This is a really scary time, to be honest, and we got to stick together and keep calling out these pusillanimous politicians so they can finally make resolutions that are in the public's interest and safety. Like, it's their job, right? In short, you don't want to make pusillanimous decisions because they don't help. They do not help at all. And having a pusillanimous-ass attitude will not help you in your career. You gotta be fearless and take action, right? Right. All right, y'all, so word of the week is pusillanimous. Take it home with you. All right, y'all. All righty. Imposter syndrome. Let's just get all into it, right? Let's just get it all, get all in there. I am someone who suffers from imposter syndrome. I am, I do, I do. I battle it almost every day. And I feel like a lot of people, creative, professionals, anyone really deal with imposter syndrome to some degree. But can I just be blunt though? 
Can I just be blunt? This feeling is so stupid. It's so annoying. And let me be clear. It's not the people who have this feeling who are stupid or annoying. It's the feeling itself. It is so annoying. The feeling itself is literally a hater. It's a hater that wants to see you fail. Like a hater in the comment sections who always points out the negative shit. But plot twist, right? Plot twist. With imposter syndrome, you are the star and you are the hater. Isn't that annoying? Like what kind of shit is that? What kind of what kind of sick game is that that we're playing on ourselves? Like what? It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Now for those who do not know what imposter syndrome is, go ahead and take a seat. All right. Class is about to start cuz I'm about to give you the history of how imposter syndrome came to be. So here we go. Imposter syndrome was first coined in the late 1970s by two psychologists, doctors Paulina Clance and Susanna Imes, who spent years counseling highly accomplished professors, students, administrators, who all had concerns of being exposed as a fraud. Imposter syndrome is an internal experience of you believing you're not as competent, as successful, as others perceive you to be. Essentially, it can make you feel like a phony, right? That's right. You're a big fat phony! Imposter syndrome is not a psychological disorder, but studies say that over 70% of people in the US report that they have experienced this at least once. And even though it's not fully recognized as a mental health issue, I think it can stem from mental health conditions such as depression and anxiety. Here are some characteristics to this syndrome, just so y'all are aware. Berating your performance, fear that you won't live up to expectations, overachieving, sabotaging your own success, self-doubt, and setting very challenging goals and feeling disappointed when you fall short. If any of these relate to you, then hey, acknowledging your behavior is the first step to fixing them. So don't worry, you're right on track. Even though this is an internal feeling you can overcome the out of imposter syndrome believe me you really can and I'm not someone who's conquered this yet okay if you experience this too you are not alone we are in this together and we will get through this together I am your peer in this because I battle this almost every day I have found some helpful habits that I would love to share with y'all. Just some things that I try to get into if I'm ever in that self-doubt spiral that I suck and I can't do anything and all these things. Like when I ever get to this mode, I try to do these habits to get me out of it and then, you know, continue working. Imposter syndrome for me comes at a time where I am finding something new to do creatively and it just sucks because it's like, wow, cool, I found a new thing that I could do, but then IS comes on some like, you suck, you suck, you suck. So let's get into these healthy tips to overcome this imposter that you could take home and try yourself. Here we go. Now, before I get into the tips, this episode is Loki High Key, sponsored by Worthy Op. Worthy Op is a unisex streetwear brand all about owning your worth to overcome anything. With its handmade designs and statement pieces, we aim to highlight everyone's worth and individuality with style. Now, I sprinkle this in because I created Worthy Op as a brand all about empowering your self-worth, which is sort of on brand of what we're talking about today, right? Worthy Op is more than just a brand to me. It's a mindset, it's a movement. I, I was someone with little to no self-worth growing up. No confidence, no courage, 
You could have called me a pusillanimous person, if you will, you know. But one day I was tired of this feeling and I wanted to take control of my own success and happiness. Worthy Op was essentially my outlet to not only empower myself, but others as well. I live by this phrase, mindset is key, stay worthy. Because once you strengthen your mindset, you can be a worthy opponent to anything in the way of your success. I started this brand back in 2015 and it's like I knew, like subconsciously knew what to do mentally to overcome like depression, anxiety, the ills of imposter syndrome. Like, I don't know, I don't know. The main purpose of my brand is to empower anyone's self-worth. As I believe that once you know your self-worth, once you own it, you can overcome anything. And I mean anything from internal battles, such as mental health, depression, all of that, to external battles, such as creating the life that you want. I started this, what, when I was like 18, 19, telling myself this so I can prepare and be a stronger person. And I don't know, I don't know what my subconscious plan was, but I just find that crazy to me, to be honest, because as someone who deals with like depression and of course, imposter syndrome, I have trouble finding my worth in some moments. I would say most of the time now, I know what it is and I'm very confident in it. But of course, there's those times where I have those pitfalls and I'm like, shit, what am I doing? What am I, what am I doing, right? Like who, what, what is happening right now? You know, so I just wanted to share that little tip with you guys. My little story of Worthy Op. It's just kind of a full circle moment right now. Low key, high key, high key, low key. But to wrap this ad up, head to worthyop.com to get some gear. I know I am low on inventory right now. I am working to get some new pieces in there soon. So stay tuned. All right, y'all, back to the healthy tips. So I believe over time, these tips can help you conquer imposter syndrome more easily. The more you practice them, the more you have strength over imposter syndrome. So when those feelings come in your mind, you can just be like, get the hell out, get out, get out, get out, get out. Anyway, so I have four healthy tips for y'all so you can take it home and try it yourself. Feel free to let me know how they work for you. Um, any feedback, you know, any personal stories with these, anything, I'd love to hear it. Again, I am your peer in this. We are in this together. So I would love to hear any of all that, all right? All right, so here we go. Number one, acknowledge your feelings. Acknowledge your feelings and also share your feelings. Don't fight the feeling, first of all. Like if you are feeling imposter syndrome, feeling the characteristics of it, do not fight it. Understand when you're feeling like this so you can find ways to overcome it, recognize it. Don't be like, you know what, whatever. No, recognize that you're having it right now and see what you can do to change that. And also sharing your feelings with friends and family can help give you that external support that you might need to hear to get out of your internal battles. You can't achieve everything alone, all right? So sharing your feelings can help you validate your strengths and encourage growth. Hey, once you hear how you're perceived by others in a positive way, this could help you overcome this internal feeling. Number two, reflect on your successes. Look back on your accomplishments and understand where you're at right now in the most positive way. Take a look at yourself. Take one big look, take a look at yourself. Take a look at yourself, take a look at yourself. No, for real, take one big look. One thing about this though, do not compare yourself now to who you were. Do not get in that 
that cycle. That's that's what I do. All right. I get in this whole cycle where I compare my past self to now and I'm like, wow, I was better then. Wow. I was doing this then. Wow. You know what I mean? No, don't do that. Do not do that. Listen, your present self is always will always be the best self. Who you were in the past has evolved. So there's like no comparison between your present and past self, like at all. Let your accomplishments empower you and also remind you who the f you are in the most positive way, of course. Number three, challenge your doubts. Ask yourself if there's any factual evidence that support these beliefs. Look for those pieces of evidence to then counter those beliefs, right? Because typically, these doubts are baseless, critical claims. They have no real evidence at all. They just come from your insecurities, honestly. And usually insecurities are not factual at all. It's just kind of like you're in your own head type thing, right? They can also come from mistakes that you've made too. So hey pal, do not haunt yourself with every little mistake you've done. Remember the platitude from last week? Remember, remember? Let's say it together now. Nobody's perfect. Except that the mistakes you've made were in your best interest in the long run. You were just looking out for you, even when it doesn't feel intentional in that moment. Number four, make sure you surround yourself with supportive people, the right kind of people and not, and not the toxic positivity people, because that's actually a thing too, right? You know, those people who just cheer you on, whatever the f you're doing, that's, they don't even, you could be ruining your own life and they have nothing constructive to say. They'll just like, in a sense, like gaslight you, right? Gaslight you with positivity. Like you're doing great. Don't worry. Like you're fine. You're going to be fine in the long run. Like giving you the weakest platitudes, not helping. They don't care if you win or lose. They just want to keep giving you that same bullshit. No, 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 no. Those are not your friends. <laughs> Those are people who really just don't give a fuck. On the flip side, if your friend group is consistently negative, man, find a new group ASAP, okay? A-S and then P-S Negative friends are not only the friends that have nothing positive to say ever at all, like ever, but negative friends also promote your vices and they always wanna do this 24 seven. They kind of put you in that vice box where you can't grow, you can't change, you're always doing the same thing. And then when you want to do other things or advocate for change, they hate on you. They're like, hey, oh, hey, 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 oh, hey, hey, Copernicus. They are so scared of changing their own ways that they don't even, they don't even want to hear the thought of change or anything of the sort. So when I say find the right kind of people, I mean finding those people that tread in that middle area of those two extremes. You want people who are going to root for you, who are going to support you, but also who will check you if you're not doing the things you need to do to get to where you want to be. They're not just cheerleaders. They're also your coaches. They're also your teammates. They're just people who want to help you win. That's who you want in your circle. Yo, it took me a long time to find the right kind of people living here in LA. I've been here for four years and I've had a lot of trial and error with certain friends. And, oh, 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 okay, here we go, here we go. Whoa, the time, the timer has, she has spoken. We are at the two minute warning. Let me just wrap up my thought. Damn, I will never not be scared of that. <laughs> that will always scare the shit out of me. I swear to God. What I was going to say though is finding those kind of people will take time, but you just have to network 
network. You have to be out there. Go to places with like-minded people, and you'll find that. You know, it just it takes time. It does, but you'll get there. And if you already have those friends, then I'm proud of you. Good job. As my time is coming to an end soon, I do want to suggest one other tip that has helped me with imposter syndrome, and it's these apps called Motivation and Affirmation. They are free. They just basically alert you with motivational sayings, affirmation sayings throughout the day. You can change how often you want to get these sayings. I have them as like eight sayings per day. I mean, it comes, I think, every other hour or so, but they're great. I mean, if, if you're into that, I read them and I'm like, hey, you know what? I am loved or I am on the right path. Yes, the fuck I am. Even when you're feeling down and you get these alerts, they could really uplift you in that moment. And I don't know, for me, it's, it's great. This episode is also sponsored by the Motivation and Affirmation apps. No, but man, I would have loved it all and loved it the most if it really was and I got paid because what the hell? Okay, so I'm going to run through the four tips one more time. Number one, acknowledge and share your feelings. Number two, reflect on how far you came. Number three, challenge your doubts. And number four, make sure you surround yourself with supportive people. Y'all, as always, it's been a pleasure. I hope you learned something today. And again, please feel free to give me a follow at savagelife.tv on Instagram if you want to participate in the next week's vocab poll. UFC is O-U-T.